So this is a podcast about uh, Tribal. Um, it's a, a podcast about our podcast, which is not unlike the film uh, Inception, a, a podcast about a podcast. But we decided what we do is we, we would we would use our own tools that we that we uh, present to you, our users, um, to explain what it is exactly that we do. So this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to cover who we are, um, the terminology that we use, and where your starting point should be. And some other couple of things that you might want to, um, might or might not want to do, uh, depending on your your preferences. So, I think the first thing to do is to talk about where we actually came from, where tribal originated, how it came about, how the stage we're at at the moment, and, and where we believe we're headed. So, where we came from was half an idea out of my head uh, many years ago. There was two books that I read. One was The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and the other was called The Stress Test by um, Ian Robertson, who's a, a psychologist or yeah, so either a psychologist or a psychiatrist, I can never remember, but he's a very clever man anyway. And I remember reading that book, The, the Stress Test, and at the same time I was flicking through The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and I remember thinking, I'm, I'm enjoying reading these books, but I know for a fact I'm not going to remember anything from these books, and if I can't remember anything from these books then what is the point of me reading it? What was the point in the author writing it? How do I actually implement this stuff in my life if I can't uh, I can't remember it at the what I would call the moment of truth if I'm in a sales conversation or if I'm doing an important presentation or something? How am I actually going to remember it? Um, and if I can't remember it, I, I won't be able to use it. And I looked at the the front of the, um, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and it said the copy I have says 15 million copies sold. I remember thinking, I wonder how many of those 15 million people could name the seven habits. And I wonder how many of the people who can name the seven habits have actually deliberately put them into practice somewhere in their lives, both either personal or professional lives, or to be proactive, think win-win, begin with the end in mind. How many of them actually have done it uh, right when they needed to do it? And then I started to think about all the other books that I've read and, and what I don't remember from those books. And at the time, I was... Um, I used to deliver seminars into schools, into to students, and I would uh, teach uh, mind maps and memory techniques and uh, motivational stuff, you know, strategy for how to study and how to get through exams and that kind of thing. And I used to get on great. I used to love that job, very fulfilling job. But I, I always had this niggle in the back of my mind that unless this is reinforced for these these students, they're going to forget it. Not, not, not only will they forget the content that I presented to them they'll forget i was even there in six weeks there'll be a distant memory that i was there or that any of this these memory techniques that i'd, I'd shown them or, or taught them uh, they'll all just be just just fizz away out of their mind like um like a disparate in a glass of water right um so anyway a few different things kind of culminated together kind of came together and uh, i ended up with a different version of the, the company you see before you and it was just me by myself. And what I was trying to do was to, to extract out the, the key takeaways from these business books and say, use seven habits of highly effective people as an example. I would extract out those seven key takeaways, the, the, those takeaways being the seven habits. And I was trying to spin it up into a, an e-learning course. So I was making e-learning content um, and if you're not familiar with e-learning content, it is torture. It's what it is. It's torture for the person making it. It is torture for the person 
who is uh, consuming it and everyone in between. So e-learning, the reason I say it's torture is because you're tethered to a desktop usually. Usually you get a certificate of completion and all that really means that you clicked through 47 slides. Um, you know, cartoon characters slide in and out. There's um, drag and drop um, multiple choice question things along the way. And there's no real transfer of learning. Like it is, no, no matter how engaging somebody might think it is, it's, uh, it's a one and done model. You do it once and then that's pretty much it. And I was always frustrated by that. I was always frustrated by, it's, it's not scalable for a start. Like it would take me a couple of weeks to, to put one of those courses together for one book. And I thought, this isn't, this isn't really going the way I wanted it to go. Anyway, that company went away because I couldn't really spin it up into, um, into what I wanted it to be. I couldn't, I couldn't get enough content out there for people to consume. So, um, I wanted to, I, I still, I wanted to kind of think about, well, how can I, what is my philosophy? That's what I was really thinking about the whole time. How can I spin something up into something that's easy to understand and that makes sense and is actually true? So after lots of um, thinking and going down dead ends, we came up with our philosophy, or I came up with the philosophy that for real, true, deep learning to happen, you need to understand, remember, and deliberately practice your newly acquired information to turn it into applicable knowledge. Like that's how you know something is truly learned. If you can hear something for the first time, remember it at the po- at the moment of truth. So in that sales conversation, in a you know an important presentation, whatever the thing is, if you can remember that little nugget at the moment of truth, and then deliberately practice it, now try and actually do the thing, and then reflect on it afterwards, then you can probably say, well, I I, I would say I've learned that. One of the things that Another kind of, I don't know, thread in that weaved into the the rope that is tribal. I'm making up these analogies here, but another little bit, I suppose, was that when I was delivering these seminars to students, or I was standing in front of maybe two hundred teenagers, and I knew the content backwards. I knew I knew where the jokes were. I knew when to pause. I knew when to talk loud and when to talk soft and fast and slow. I could do all of that, but I realized one day that I actually kept running out of breath. I was getting to the end of a sentence and having to take this huge big draw of breath to kind of get to the next bit and I remember thinking that's interesting that I'm not I'm not actually um, uh, I'm not controlling how I'm breathing I thought well Joe, you know I'll do tomorrow and tomorrow I'll, I'll do it as I always do it but I will solely focus on trying to get my breathing correct so I try and take a deep breath when I need to try and uh, you know keep my sentences shorter so I wasn't running out of breath all these little things I remember thinking, I'm deliberately practicing this, and that's what's necessary for somebody to decide if something is going to be of use to them or not. I could have gone through all of that and realized, actually, this is all a waste of time. I'm, I'm, I'm wasting my time trying these breathing techniques. But I, as it turned out, I wasn't. It, was, it, it worked. So that was one thing. Another thing I should say is that deliberate practice was a very important part of what I was, um, what I was doing, and I, and I kind of brought that forward and into tribal. Another thing I wanted to be able to do is that I... So I went from delivering this content into into schools and I started delivering the content then into into companies, into businesses. And then I had another business, that, which is a whole podcast by itself, um, selling jars at Chutney, um, <laughs> which was great fun. But I learned a lot about sales and persuasion and communications and marketing and all that kind of stuff. So I spun that up into um, courses, half-day courses for companies where I would take my experience from my 
previous company, I would uh, combine that with memory techniques and mind maps and efficiency and that kind of thing. And I would go and I'd stand in front of a company for half a day and um, blow their minds with all these memory techniques and, you know, uh, this is how you become a better salesperson or more persuasive and so on. And same thing. Uh, I would leave. They would all forget I was there and uh, everybody wasted their time. They wasted a half day of their productivity by uh, sitting watching me talk. Then the L&D manager, the learning and development manager, how would they ever know that anything that I did teach or that did stick was going to uh, impact their bottom line? So what I wanted to be able to do is I wanted to be able to give these L&D managers, these, these people who were responsible for bringing in training, I wanted to be able to give them a way to, to draw a straight line, essentially, from the training delivered to the desired change in behavior. So that all, all of these things kind of came together and um, have become tribal, um, which is short for tribe of learners, which is what you are now. You are now part of this tribe of learners. Um, so that's where the name came from as well. Um, so where are we now? What The stage we're at now is that we are offering you people, you nice people, a way to understand how to well, I sh- I, I'll just say it again, to understand, remember, and deliberately practice your newly acquired information. But in a little bit more detail, what that really means is that we want to make sure that you understand, say, for example, the seven habits of highly effective people or the 15 key takeaways from legacy about the All Blacks or um, the takeaways from working backwards, which is all about uh, how Amazon became Amazon, right, and, and the, the way that they run their businesses. I want to be able to make sure that you understand how you would apply those little nuggets of information to your own particular situation. I want to make sure that you're able to remember it at the moment of truth. And then we want to make sure you deliberately practice it. We have lots of different ways of doing that. And I'll, I'll talk about it. So that's where we are now. That's We take the best content from books. And we spin it up into something that we call a map, which I'll talk about in a second as well. And where are we headed? Well, I'm I'm unstoppable <laughs> with this company, with this idea um, of, of what we're doing. Uh, I would like us to be the Netflix of personal development. That's where I kind of see us going. I see us doing more than just books. I want to um, make sure that people can learn things from any podcast. I want to make documentaries. I want to um, have live conferences and live events. I want to have a book club. I want to have... Uh, all sorts of things. I, I want to get into universities and, and help them become um, better students so that when, when they leave college, they don't all just have the same CV or resume, that they actually have something of value that shows their soft skills, abilities, as well as their technical skills. So Netflix, a person development. Uh, stay tuned. Let's see if, this ha- if that actually happens. Um, another thing that you might want to do if you haven't done it already is to create an account um, as part of this process of you listening to this podcast, you should have got a link somewhere along the way uh, to create your account. So that's something you need to do so that you can actually get access to our platform and, and see what it is that we actually do. Um, you'll also get a mind map um, 24 hours after you listen to this podcast. You'll get a mind map and it'll be linked in there as well to, to, uh, to create your, your own account. So the terminology then that we use, um, this is something I was very... I wouldn't say hesitant, but just very, I wanted to be very careful about that. We're not just introducing all these new words because we're some 
because we have notions about ourselves that we think we're some kind of cool hip startup that you know makes up our own language but there was a few things that we felt was worth explaining one is what a map is right map map we wanted to use a map because what we're offering is more than a podcast it's more than well i was going to say it's more than a course it's probably less than a course because a course is far too labor intensive for everyone for us to make and for you to consume and it is that most most of the time when people think of a course they think of a one and done model life to sit and listen to this for four hours or click through that 47 slides or whatever and get my certificate of completion and tick the box to say everything is you know i've learned this content and you haven't so what we're doing is not a course what we're doing is we're offering you a map and to me a map is you know it lays out how to get from a to b how to get from not knowing how to be a good leader to how to be a good leader or not knowing there's a particular issue that you're struggling with in sales then this is how you get good at sales this if you're need to be more assertive you need to be more persuasive you need to be whatever the thing is we want to be able to map out the steps along the way to help you get to that so that's why we call it a map so a map really includes three things a map is a podcast uh summaries and a portfolio so we'll talk about each of those as well so uh, a map contains for each book that we cover there's a map and what that means is that map has a podcast where we talk about the key takeaways from a particular book summaries that you'll get 24 hours one week and two weeks after you've listened to the podcast and those summaries are mind maps videos and cheat sheets and the idea is that you glance at those when they arrive in your inbox you glance at them and go oh yeah i remember i heard that in the podcast that was like um seven habits of highly effective people or whatever the third thing then is a is a portfolio where you take those key takeaways and decide which ones you want to deliberately practice do i want to practice one of them or some of them or none of them or all of them that's what you use the portfolio for so a map is, is spun up out of a book so you decide on a book you think you might be interested in and we'll have a map for it and the map is a podcast 40 minute podcast usually sometimes it's an hour a 40 minute podcast three summaries that get sent to you automatically and then a portfolio for you to go and deliberately practice those key takeaways so a key takeaway that's the next bit, little bit i want to explain so we've explained what a map is but a key takeaway a key takeaway is the actionable bits from a book so a lot of books are fantastic to read i, I like i said i wanted to get paid to read books it's my it's my default setting is to a cup of coffee a chair and a book but when you read a lot of these books there's a lot of stories facts figures analogies humor there's a lot of things that they use to kind of make their point but when it comes down to it if i understand their point like say for example be proactive that's the the first habit of a highly effective person is they should be proactive rather than reactive that's all i really need once i get once i understand why proactive is is important then I just need to go and do it. And I, I learn best by doing these things, not by listening to theory or understanding facts and figures and statistics about why being proactive is important. I just need to go and do it. I need to go and try this out and see does it actually work. So the key takeaways from a book, when you hear us talking about the key takeaways, there might be 10 key takeaways, there might be 15, there might be three. This is our interpretation of, of what the key takeaways are from a book. You should still read the book if you ask me. I think the more information you can take in, the better, the more different. If you have time, um, you should you should read the book. But if you don't have time, 
listen to the podcast and you'll get you'll get the key takeaways from a book this is what the author says is the seven secrets to leadership or the the 15 whatevers of whatever right that that that's what we talk about in the podcast we kind of skip through each of the key takeaways from the book and explain it nice and briefly so that's what a key takeaway is and the last bit then is the portfolio so the portfolio is where you go and take each of these key takeaways and deliberately practice them so next tuesday at 10 a.m i have a meeting with it with my new team and i need to make sure i'm proactive about something or thursday 1 p.m i have um, a presentation to do i need to make sure i'm a source of clarity about the new whatever right those are the kinds of things that you might want to deliberately practice what will happen in your portfolio and you'll see this as you wander around inside the, the tribal platform you'll see you'll see an opportunity to decide when and where you're going to practice something so thursday 1 p.m you'll you'll put that in and then um you'll type into a little text box how you'll actually do it so thursday 1 p.m i've got a meeting with the team i'm going to make sure i'm proactive i'm going to make sure i am a source of clarity i'm going to make sure that in this sales call i leave silence to allow the person to talk i'm going to make sure that when I'm delivering bad news to somebody, I'm not leaning too far into my camera if it's a if it's a virtual call or that kind of thing. So your portfolio then is where you'll go and deliberately practice these things. And what we'll do is then 10 minutes before you're due to practice this, if you said it's starting at 1 p.m. on Thursday, we'll get in touch with you. We'll email you at 10 to 1 and say, don't forget, this is what you said you're going to practice in today's uh, in today's meeting. And then after that meeting is due to finish, we'll contact you again and give you the opportunity to reflect on whether it went really well, really terribly, or somewhere in the middle. And you can write a note then as well. And what you'll be able to see then is all the things that are going well for you, all the things that you, you, you might need to work on. So as you continue to build up your portfolio, you'll start to see where, you're, where the holes are in your game. That's the idea. So the idea is then that you can share this with your manager. You don't have to. And I think that's really important. These things will always by default be uh, private these are things for you to decide that you want to practice you don't have to share them with anyone but if there are things you want to share with your manager for performance reviews or for um you know catch-up meetings you can share them you can say i'm going to send this to my manager and um she's going to say uh what have you done in the last three months to be a better leader or to be a better salesperson you can now point to actual sentences that you've written down say well i had this meeting this day and this is what i tried to do and this is how it went afterwards so now they can see how what you're doing is impacting uh, your team and in in response to that then how it's impacting the the bottom line so hopefully that makes sense hopefully i haven't done too much waffling there about uh, what a what a portfolio is what a key takeaway is and what a map is the next thing for you to do then is to pick a map is to start think about a book that you um are interested in or you've always wanted to um find out about um I'll, I'll give you some inside information the most popular uh map that we have is the chimp paradox it's uh by far i don't like it's a great book don't get me wrong it was i really enjoyed reading it i enjoyed doing the podcast on it but it is by far the number one um uh, map that people go to we've got all the all the hits on our uh, platform i think you'll find most of them there uh, if you can't find something, just let us know. You can email me directly. It's kevin at mytribal.com. That's T-R-I-B-E-L.com. So kevin at mytribal.com. That's the, the best way to get in touch. Um, uh, yeah, I'd recommend a book. So 
Uh, oh, actually, one thing as well. If you do recommend a book to us that isn't on our uh, isn't on our platform, I'll send you a book. I'll pick a book um, related to the one you've recommended because I'll assume you already have the book you've recommended, and I'll send you a book. I'll, I'll, I'll put a book in the post to you if you um, if you recommend a book and we and we go with it. Uh, follow us on social media as well. Um, it really is useful for our egos <laughs> to, have, to have followers. <laughs> Um, you'll find us it's uh, on Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, all the usual ones. Um, and then the last thing I'd say to do is tell two people that you know about tribal. This is literally how a pyramid scheme works. <laughs> tell two people that you know, they have to tell two people that they know. But we're, we exist, this is important, we exist to make sure that uh, people like, like you are able to improve your soft skills in a measurable and trackable way. That's that's what we're here to do. Um, so we're on a mission to to be the best teachers in the world for this this type of content, and we need your help. We need you to to tell people tell people if you, if you like what we do, and you think there's value in it, please do tell people because it, it makes a difference. And if you do tell two two people, and they say that uh, you sent you sent them, I'll send you a book. Right, I'll, I'll pick a book. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll put that in the post here. So that's it. Uh, just before I go, I'm going to introduce my two co-founders so you can understand who the people are behind what we are doing so you can um, figure out that there's actually real humans here who are, are building the, uh, the products that you hopefully are falling deeply in love with. So uh, here are the two co-founders. So my two co-founders are here, Jonathan and Brian. Say hello, introduce yourselves. Brian, you go first. Hi uh, there. Where where are you? What do you do? What's your favorite color? <laughs> Come on. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I'm based in Waterford, and uh, favorite color is blue. Blue, excellent. Uh, Jonathan, what's the what's your favorite meal? Favorite meal? Oh Jesus! Give me the difficult one. Uh, what was this? A good Manchester curry would be my favorite. Is that where you're from? Are you from? Manchester? No, I'm from Cambridge. Well, no, I'm actually from a place called Kenilworth, which is um, about five miles from Stratford, so Stratford, Warwick, that kind of area. Yeah. But I went to university in Manchester. I spent a lot of time living in Cambridge, um, and so I, I I have a bit of a lot of places. In the, but I, let's say, grew up in Manchester. I spent three years at university in Manchester, and you certainly know the. Um, it certainly gives you an appreciation for a good curry. Excellent, good. Uh, so, uh, Brian, tell us, tell, tell, tell me. I know what you do, but tell, tell our dear listeners what your job is here in Tribal, what you're responsible for. So, my job here at Tribal is to create the Tribal website and all the technologies that go in there behind it. And then, of course, to uh, listen to Kevin and Jonathan and build whatever their imagination comes up with. That's great. Nice. Yeah, that's 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 an, that's a contract now. That's a, that's a verbally binding. Yeah, contract. I've got that one. <laughs> Jonathan, what do you do? Uh, that's a good question. What do I do? Um, my responsibility is to raise awareness of tribal, what tribal stands for, what tribal um, can, what benefits tribal can provide, um, and then look at how we can convert that awareness into paying customers. I have a final question for both of you that I've never actually asked you this before, I don't think, um, but I've always been curious about what made you get on board? Why did you just decide to believe me when I went and I, and I approached you? 
Uh, I'll go first. Um, I think it was purely your passion. It was the fact that you had a product that you had been working on and believing and committed to for so long. Um, mm. And it just seemed like the right product with the right amount of energy uh, that solved the problem that we all agreed existed. And I would agree with that exactly. You know, we've known each other for quite some time. And Kevin, when we yeah. first met, your passion did inspire me. So, yeah. you know, getting on board was just a, a no-brainer. I love education. I love the tech behind it. And I thought you had a brilliant way to start really teaching people in a better way. Cool. Well, that's a, that's a great answers, uh, correct answers as well. Um, so we will. I thought uh, you were going to ask the question. The question you were going to ask was, do you like my beard? But uh... <laughs> John, actually, I, now this is only audio the people that are listening to, but I, uh, I got a trim the other day and my son is freaked out by my, he can see my top lip now because my moustache is trimmed. He goes, Dad, what's wrong with your lip? <laughs> that's not wrong with my lip. So anyway, uh, on that bombshell, we shall end this. Uh, thanks for, uh, Agreeing to do that, I appreciate it. So, I'll stop recording this. So, say goodbye to the nice listeners. Bye. See you all. And that's it. That is uh, tribal in a nutshell. Uh, thanks for listening. Tell two people. Tell two people you know, and tell two people that you don't know about tribal. Uh, tell them to go to mytribal.com. So, m y t r i b e l dot com. And uh, thanks for listening again. So, um, onwards.